Welcome to Keep Your Hands in Your Skirt podcast with your host, Sabrina Brightstar. Are you a woman who manages her own set point? Use the universal laws of the universe to raise your vibration. Be a woman who can receive more pleasure, more fun, and more joy. Together, let's claim our infinite worth. Keep Your Hands in Your Skirt is a fun way to remind yourself to mind your own business, zero in on you and your desires, say goodbye to judgments and people-pleasing. Join Sabrina and be a woman who can receive, create, and actualize everything you desire. Hello and welcome. Keep your hand in your skirt. Are you keeping your hand in your skirt, minding your own business? My name is Sabrina. I am your host, Keep Your Hand in Your Skirt podcast. Today's topic is consciousness. Consciousness. What do you know about consciousness? How do you define consciousness? And would you say your consciousness has shifted or changed? Do you want it to shift and change? Is consciousness something we would like to see evolving. So I wanted to share two things that I heard this week on two different uh, podcasts. Well, one of them wasn't a podcast. Um, it was a course I took from Lee Harris. Uh, Lee Harris uh, is uh, a, a soul family, a, an energetic soul family. And I took a course that he made. And in the course, he talked about old earth consciousness, or he talked about old earth. Do you hear that term, the old earth, that we're moving to a new earth, or some people are on a new earth, some people are on an old earth? Bashar talks a lot about uh, the earth's dividing, the splitting of the earth, and people that are of a certain frequency, a certain resonance, will be living on the old earth, and there's a new frequency available, a new residence available, and that uh, shift uh, for those people of that frequency of that consciousness will be shifting to a new earth. So Lee Harris, who channels a collective called the Z's, was talking about the old earth, and I really, really liked his interpretation of old earth. He talked about old earth is simply old consciousness outdated consciousness, consciousness that you individually or we collectively no longer identify with, which I thought was fascinating because he just compared it to the 50s. And I remember looking at a newspaper from the 50s and in the newspaper ad, it was like an advertisement for a vacuum. And the way they advertised it in the 50s is they had the wife sitting, uh, getting a spanking from her husband. So her, she was on her husband's lap and he was spanking her because she wasn't keeping the house clean enough. And so the advertisement was for a vacuum this better vacuum that would allow the wife to do a better job taking care of the husband's house and so she wouldn't require a spanking. Can you imagine seeing an ad like that today? Can you even imagine? Like, that belief might still exist today. People individually might still believe that women are in charge of the household, that women are supposed to clean, that it's a woman's job to make sure the man is happy with the house. But can you imagine seeing an ad like that today? Right? We wouldn't. In America, we would not see an ad like that. Why? That is a demonstration. This is what Lee Harris was bringing up. That is a demonstration of an old 
consciousness, a consciousness that collectively is not acceptable in our now reality. A consciousness that is not acceptable in our now reality. Another interesting synchronicity that happened is Brooke Shields just came out with a memoir or a new book of what happened to her when she was 12 years old. And I haven't watched all of it, but I just caught a glimpse of it. And what I saw is that same frequency. And I watched her being interviewed on The View and the women on The View made a comment when they looked back to the 12 year old Brooke and how they were promoting this movie she was in. They were saying that the women were like, <gasps> like, oh my gosh, like this is how they portrayed things when she was 12 years old and how collectively that would never be accepted in our now reality in our now consciousness. So that is a demonstration of what old conscious or old earth looks like, according to Lee. It's a consciousness that's outdated, that no longer serves you individually or as a collective. And then he also gave the example, Lee is 46 years old. He gave the example of his 20 year old consciousness is vastly different than his 46 year old consciousness. And so his 20 year old self was old earth. It was old consciousness. So I thought like, hey, I really liked that explanation. I really liked that definition, right? Because sometimes when people like when Bashar talks about the splitting of the earth, the splitting of the earth, like, like, you know how we're visual people, right? We imagine, are there two planet earths? Are there two planet earths just sitting side by side? And will I be able to see them there? Like, what does that mean exactly? How does that look exactly? So I really, really like this definition of old earth means old consciousness, consciousness that no longer serves you or benefits you. And then when you think of, think of consciousness in those terms, like it makes me start to like think future consciousness. Do, am I a person that would like to change my consciousness? Am I a person that welcomes change? Am I a person that wants to evolve my consciousness? And see, many people will say, yeah, like I, I want us collectively to improve. I want to individually improve. But then when it comes time to the changes that are taking place, we bitch moan and complain about it, right? We're like, what? The gas prices are high. The food prices are high. Well, maybe that's the consciousness is changing or shifting. Maybe there's information in the change that has everything to do with the evolution of our collective consciousness. Or individually, when we go through individual difficulties or individual challenges, it's so easy to bitch, moan, and complain. Like, oh, I don't like this. This is so hard. I, like, I don't, I don't want this. I want it to be the way it used to be. It was so much easier. But maybe it's just the call to evolve your consciousness. Maybe the difficulties, the challenges are just opportunities, maybe even golden opportunities. So as Bashar or as Abraham always says, change the way you look at things and the things you look at will change. So I like looking at consciousness because it helps me to use consciousness and the evolution of my consciousness. It helps me to look at it as an ally, as a resource that is summoning me forward, that is summoning me to uh, a frequency that will better assist and serve me. Like that, 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 um, 
advertisement I said about a woman getting a spanking. Like that is so disgusting. And that was in my lifetime, right? I was born in the 60s, but my mom, like my mom, that was her normal. And my mom, right? My mom served my, my dad. My mom felt the responsibility of the house, that it was a reflection on what kind of a wife and mother she was. Ah! I can't even imagine, I cannot even imagine being in a cohabitive relationship and feeling that I need to do all the work to satisfy the other, to satisfy him. And if the house is disorganized or messy in any way, that that is a reflection on the type of human being that I am. Like that is so disgusting, right? So, so we, so we like, we like the change, right? We like how consciousness is evolving. We like how the collective is becoming, right? Like it's, like it still has a long way to go. So I'm not saying let's like celebrate and stop. I'm saying let's recognize, let's honor that we're evolving, we're changing. And yes, right now there might be some difficult times. Yes, right now there might be some challenges, but what if it is for our benefit? What if it's because collectively we are moving towards a future where things are going to be better for everyone? What if individually we are moving towards a timeline where things will be better for everyone? So the other thing I wanted to share with you is I was listening to Sarah Landon's uh, latest newsletter or podcast. I'll look for it and put it in the show notes. And she talks about Santa Claus. Is Santa Claus real? And then this was fascinating. I loved this. She said, what if Santa Claus, like we think Santa Claus is not real, right? We would say like our younger selves believed in Santa Claus, but as we got older, right, we stopped believing in Santa Claus. And why was the question she asked. And the reason why we stopped believing in Santa Claus is because we do, we need to see something, someone, right? We need Santa Claus to embody something physical that our minds and our eyes can digest as real. And then she brought up this. She's like, what if Santa Claus is real, but Santa Claus is a consciousness without a physical body, without a physical manifested form? What if Santa Claus consciousness is just the consciousness of magic and possibilities? Yes, 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 yes. I love this. This is what I really believe in. I totally, totally believe in this. And this is why I love multidimensionality. And this is why I love evolving in my consciousness and in my awareness. Because as I evolve, my awareness, my consciousness can hold bigger, broader concepts. And I know, right? I know the field of magic and possibilities is real. I know you can co-create with that consciousness. So I wanted to tie that in with the old earth consciousness and the new earth consciousness, because yes, we might be going through challenges. Yes, things might be changing, but can we invite in can we include, can we ask the consciousness of magic and ease, miracles, Christmas consciousness, maybe you want to call it, label it, doesn't matter what the label is, but can we ask the assistance of a consciousness that is playful and light to help support us as we are evolving? 
right? Change doesn't have to be painful. Change doesn't have to be difficult. Yes, it can be if you believe it needs to be. I know at one point I believed I needed to have the dark night of the soul. Have you heard that expression? The dark night of the soul. Well, I was studying everything metaphysics and they said, if you're ascending, you will have the dark night of the soul. So, I wanted the dark night of the soul. I wanted proof and evidence that I was ascending, right? I bought into that belief system. I bought into that concept. So what did I manifest? I manifested the dark night of the soul experience. It was painful. It was grueling. I cried. It was emotional. It was intense. But voila! Then I had proof and evidence that I was on the ascension path. <laughs> I'm making it sound dramatic because... Beliefs kind of are dramatics, right? We buy into these stories, we buy into these beliefs, and then we create realities that pair with them, that are vibrational matches to those stories we're sharing, those beliefs that we are holding. So I'm suggesting, I'm offering the idea that as we're evolving, as we know collectively and individually, we want our consciousness to expand, to be better for everyone. Can we also include the consciousness of play and joy and ease and fun and magic and miracles. So this journey, this evolution can be more enjoyable, more pleasurable, more playful. That's my idea. Those are the things I wanted to share with you today. So I hope you are having a fantastic April day and I look forward to visiting you the next time. Manage your own set point. Use tools to change your vibration. Raise your set point. Thank you for listening to the Keep Your Hands in Your Skirt podcast. Make sure to subscribe and please leave a review. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you in the next episode.